Welcome and thank you so much for tuning in today's anti-diet show, part of the Farah Karamburi podcast. A podcast on a mission to equip busy professional women to lose weight permanently by creating healthier habits. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner, an author and founder of Deep Body Health, a leading nutrition coaching program designed to achieve results by fo- focusing on making simple habit changes. In each episode, I will bring you ideas on how to create these habits without going on short-term fat diets or taking weight loss pills or shakes to achieve your weight loss. So grab a cuppa or take me with you for a walk as I guide you through to achieving permanent weight loss results. Deep Health Practitioner, keynote speaker, and the founder of the Anti-Diet Accelerator Program, which is a leading nutrition coaching program for professional busy women uh, in order to weight lose permanently. So that is that program. So today we're talking about the questions that's been asked in my group several times, actually, um, is regarding having snacks. So contrary contrary to whatever you've heard in the past, and this is a an old-fashioned belief that we must eat um, two snacks at least uh, in our day. Uh, somebody said, is it because it revs up your metabolism? Metabolism meaning your ability to burn calories, uh, a chemical reaction that takes place in your body. And somebody else said that, um, well, I just think I need to have a snack at 11 o'clock and at 3 o'clock. So all of those um, myths that you've heard, I want to kind of bust those myths and let you know that number one answer is you do not need to eat snacks. You do not need to eat snacks in between your meals. The reason you're reaching for snacks is because your meals are not balanced. Now, if you were to have part of your meal later on as a snack, then that's different, okay? So, most people are reaching for snacks at 11 o'clock because guess what you've had for breakfast? You have had toast, right? Toast with a bit of butter, toast with peanut butter, toast with jam, toast with honey, I don't know, whatever. Uh, So what are you having? You're having a load of carbohydrates. Um, Or let's say you may have had some cereal or even if you've had porridge. Okay, all these different options, nothing wrong with it. There's no judgment here. Um, However, you're just having one type of food in the morning. That's it. That is why you're hungry at 11 or 12 o'clock. That is why you've not got any energy because you've only just had one type of food. It is not balanced. Your plate is not balanced. For that reason, you need a snack, usually in the form of biscuits maybe, with a cup of tea. Now it's become a habit. Now you find yourself several pounds heavier and now you have developed this habit, but you don't quite understand how to come away from it. What do you replace that with? So rather than looking at what snacks should I have, and in our UK, in the UK and US actually, the aisles for snack are usually bigger than the aisles for vegetables, which is such a shame. That's what country's moving towards. You walk around the crisp aisle, for example, and two whole aisles have been dedicated to, I'm thinking about my supermarket, um, Morrison's perhaps, or any of them. The crisp aisle and the snack aisle is getting bigger and bigger, where the vegetables you know they are right at the front and when we talk about how to shop in supermarket is to shop around the perimeter of the supermarket rather than in the middle because the middle of the supermarket is full of junk usually um so and the whole aisle is dedicated to cereals as well with a lot of promise promises on the top it has all the vitamins in the world it's all rubbish every single box that you see 
on that shelf, it is rubbish that it has, it's fortified with vitamins and minerals. It is, there is some vitamins in there. So they are correct in what they're saying. But when you look at the amount of vitamin in there and what you actually need, it's negligible. So you are taken in by the packaging, unfortunately. And most of us are, to be honest. If a, a shiny package with a slim lady, I used that, that was me once upon a time. I used to see the box with, uh, it's called Kellogg's K, with a lady in a red dress, if anyone can remember. I'm sure it still exists, this particular cereal. I don't have cereal in our house at all now. Um, so I used to kind of eat that thinking, well, if she looks like this, then I can look like this. And the promise of two bowls of cereal on one meal, that was such a BS diet to follow. Absolute rubbish, lack of nutrients in there. Uh, and everybody used to have it, right? Everybody just, most people went for it because they wanted desperate to lose weight. But what you're not understanding is the fundamentals of what you actually need to eat for breakfast. So a healthy breakfast looks like this. It needs to have a healthy fat in it. It needs to have carbs. It needs to have protein in it. It needs to have some kind of vegetables. Now, for somebody who's coming from toast, it's going to be really difficult to get to this stage straight away. Not impossible. That was me. I made that transition myself. I was a cereal eater for years, uh, like most of you guys probably are now, or you have transitioned. Um, however, that that breakfast now, what lo it looks like, it has uh, you know, it has protein in it, it has carbohydrate in it, it has healthy fat in it, and the vegetables are either slightly later, eleven, like a snack. So you can move your part of your carb, sorry, part of your um, food into your 11 o'clock. Now that is fine because it's come from the quota from your breakfast. That's okay because some people for breakfast don't really want a lot of food. In fact, that's another myth out there. Should I have breakfast? If I don't have breakfast, then I'm not starting my day right. That is also a myth. A lot of people come to me and say, I don't like breakfast. And I say, don't eat it then. Just don't eat it. Go with what you really want. If you don't like breakfast, don't eat the breakfast. But what happens when you get hungry at 12? Do you eat the entire pantry and the entire kitchen cupboard? Then obviously something is not right. But if you're prepared and you're going to open your fast, as to say, with something healthy and nutritious, then beautiful. Um, and it gives you more time to burn calories in terms of intermittent. That goes into intermittent fasting. Not for everybody. Not for everyone, especially women need to be careful how you start with intermittent fasting. So just don't just go on it without actually having enough knowledge, especially if you want to be pregnant or looking to, um, you, it actually can disrupt some of the hormones if not done carefully with a coach. Uh, and then we have to monitor that. So so breakfast is not for everyone, which is absolutely fine. You can just start your eat meal at 12. But what you're looking for again is protein, hand size, carbohydrate, size of your cup of your hand a thumb size of healthy fat and also vegetables vegetables the most in your plate right half the plate made of vegetables the rest of the three things I've mentioned make up the rest of the plate that is what you're looking for as your ultimate balanced meal for optimal health for the best of them enough nutrition this is how you're going to lose weight you're not going to lose weight with eating some cereal or some toast and then at 12 or at 11 o'clock you want to have two biscuits with a cup of tea Right. Good luck with that. You've already just given your body carbohydrates in the morning, carbohydrates at 11 o'clock. And now you're going to probably skip on other things because you need to compensate for your lack of nutrition in your body. You're going to feel lethargic. You're going to feel tired. You're going to get sick quicker. You're not going to recover from sickness quicker or because you haven't given your body enough nutrients. Two pieces of toast isn't going to give you nutrients. It's processed bread sitting on the shelf for, for weeks. Right. It used to be fresh bread. We used to buy it, bring it home cook it eat it but you know this is before probably my times 
Um, but actually, I grew up with things being cooked every single day freshly. So I'm very, very lucky in that way. You know, there's, there's, there's always pros and cons. But now the bread is sitting on the shelf for with a very long date. Well, how do you think there's any nutrition in it? So you can buy the bread. It's fine to have the piece of bread. Also, two slices is two carbs. Females looking to maintain weight are looking for three carbohydrates a day. So if you've had two pieces of toast with honey in the morning, well, you've got past your carb intake for the day. The rest of your day needs to be made up of protein and vegetables. And, and, and failure to do so will result in fat, carbohydrates stored as fat in your body um, and unless you're a marathon runner which most people are not so snacking is not important snacking shouldn't really be there snacking is a myth um, you know in the old-fashioned days in the back back in the days people used to say eat three meals two snacks and you're going to be fine because we need something in our body all the time no we do not need something in our body all the time in fact we need to put less food in our body allow our digestive system to take a rest allow our liver to stop working so hard to break those bread and anything that's going into your body down so we need to give our body a rest so i will say two hours after you wake up you should eat and two hours before you sleep you should stop eating Again, you're giving your body up optimal time to burn whatever's gone in there. And also in the morning, not, rather than having something straight away, even having a coffee with milk will start the process of um, the, it will actually, the, the energy is going to be taken from that milk versus the stored fat. So don't eat straight away first thing in the morning. Just leave it. And if you get enough at seven, eat at nine, if possible, obviously, because you're traveling places, you might have to take it with you, etc. So think think about what your day looks like. Are you actually giving your body the best chance to recover? What happens is when your body is not having any food, or it's not receiving any food, it's actually recovering, repairing and healing using the energy that's stored. But if you never give it a chance of store, using the stored energy, then you're just going to be burning what's coming in constantly. And what's not been used, i.e. if you haven't moved enough, what's not been used as energy, where is it going? Deposited in a bank account. So only put in your body what you're using, which is where you want to stay, which is where you gain maintenance. So if you're on a weight loss journey, where majority of people come to me are on weight loss journey. For them, we have to bring them into calorie deficit, but enough so they can sustain it. They don't feel starved or hungry or deprived because then it takes it away from the actual game they're trying to play. Lunchtime, again, so let's just build a picture here for most of UK nation. Two pieces of toast in the morning with honey. Uh, I'm using honey because I know someone who does it regularly. Uh, it could be butter. Um, lunchtime, sandwich with a piece of cheese in it or ham processed. And that's probably a bit of lettuce in it. I is that what you're eating for lunch? Okay, let's, let's look, break this down. No wonder you need a snack at three o'clock. What's missing from your lunch is not enough protein. There is not adequate protein in your lunch period. What does protein do? It keeps you fuller for longer. So you've just taken away that, right? You've just taken away that from your body by deciding, I don't need protein, so I'm just going to carry on doing this for the years I've done that. Guess what? It's not serving you, is it, anymore, right? Not serving you. So you need to think about what should you be having for lunch. We're looking for, again, protein, carbohydrates, even if you're not moving a lot, I will drop the carb here and I'll have a lot of vegetables. We're talking about carrots, bell peppers, spinach, rocket. Get your plate filled up with multicolor vegetables. That's what your aim needs to be. And first comes the vegetables, then come all the other things on top, right? Then comes a piece of chicken if that's what you're having. If you're vegetarian, you're going to be having some tofu perhaps or seitan or whatever the alternative is. And then you'll have your healthy fats. Where are the healthy fats on that lunch? What does healthy fat do? 
keeps you fuller for longer, right? So you've taken away two things out of your food at lunchtime. Unless you put unless you class a bit of tiny bit of butter or margarine, which is even worse and processed, um, as a um, as a as a healthy fat, it, it doesn't class as that. Okay, it's just a processed food. So lunchtime needs to look like a nice bit of good quality vegetable salad, beetroot. We've got some walnuts on it. I'm thinking about some of my client food. Nice bit of chicken to go with that. Now you're gonna feel fuller, aren't you? Do you need a snack now at three o'clock? If you've had this at one, more than likely not. And if your hydration is up, your water is up, in terms of you're drinking regularly every hour, you're having a glass, you're not going to need a snack. What, are, what do people want to have at three o'clock? Because now it's been eight hours since you've been up. So eight, nine hours. And what happens is that naturally after eight to nine hours, you feel sleepy and tired, even if your food was up to date, even if you had done your walks and whatever not eaten. It's just natural to feel tired at that time. This is the time people go downstairs, make a coffee to give themselves another kick or a hit so they can come up and start again. Not a great thing to do because you just crash after half an hour. Here, if your carbohydrate was missing from your lunch, which we just said don't have it because you're sitting down. Most people are sitting down. If you're somebody who's moving a lot, you need to be keeping up with your carbohydrates. If you're walking quite a lot, you need to keep up with your carbohydrate. Hence, one size does not fit all. So the lunchtime carb, which is fruit, by the way, could be fruit. Um, it could be it could be any any good quality non-processed processed carbohydrate. You will take that piece of fruit from your lunch because you've already had a lot of food in your lunch. You've had healthy fats, you've had protein and vegetables. You will bring that to three o'clock and you'll have that. What does that look like? A satsuma. It looks like a small banana. It looks like half a mango. It looks like um, Sharon fruit, which is on at the moment. But the total volume of that is size of the cup of your hand. Bigger hand, more snack. More snack, more fruit. Smaller hand, small. My hand, everybody says it's quite big, but they're not. I can only fit about two slices of mango in here. So eating the entire mango, no, you're not being very healthy. Absolutely not. There's a lot of sugar in it. A lot of sugar. Yes, it is good sugar, I know. But it is still sugar. Especially, we're talking about people on a weight loss journey here, right? Uh, uh, and a lot of people on weight loss journey are not exactly active, are they? That's why they are in the place they are not really active so why are you giving yourself so much carbs you can't digest them you can't burn them so you're just storing them as fats that is where you need to look at so your food balance is all out of whack now most people in the uk the third meal of the day is going to be quite balanced so there's some kind of a meat some kind of a veg some kind of a carb in there rice or potatoes or something so most meals are but we cannot rely on um on just a one meal to be right and the rest of the day which is cumulating as we go down into the day. Now, that the evening meal, you need to be having that for breakfast or lunch. You need to reverse it, really. And you might think, well, Farah, really? That's not really possible? I know. I know that's going to be difficult. However, think about what happens after you've eaten that meal. You want to rest because you've had an exhausting day, homeschooling, uh, running, your, <laughs> running your, your, your household. Also, in between doing your work and answering emails and getting onto Zoom calls. And, you know, there's a whole list of exhaustive and stressful um events all throughout the day you want to have your meal and you want to sit down after that that is what the body requires but you also are what you're doing with your digestive system is you've put a load of food in there and now you're sitting down on it nothing is happening it's not burning because there's no walk there's no movement afterwards so the lightest meal should really be especially for women going into perimenopause and menopausal the lightest meal needs to be in the evening 
reduce your carbohydrates unless you are running, walking more than the average person. That is that is the big, big, big uh, message here. And get your carbs from vegetables. Vegetables are very low in people. So most of my clients, when they start, they start with this tiny little vegetable, like three leaves on their plate. And slowly they increase that because they can see what difference it actually starts to make. And that's how you get fuller. Do not get fuller from a piece of toast. That is a craving because your hormones are imbalanced. They're imbalanced. That is what's going on. That's why you want carbs. When your hormones are imbalanced, when you're in a state of stress, the body requires carbohydrates. Simple. They can come in any form because the whole supermarket is full of processed carbohydrates, aren't they? So they are so easy av- easily available. Chocolates, biscuits, crisps, bread, um, loads of things in the freezer, waffles, curly fries, you know, you name it. It is all there stacked up. Options of protein, very little. They're very simple proteins are. You don't have to, they don't have to be prettified and wi- with bells and whistles but people are not eating enough of that. Hence, the snacking is coming into play. You've got healthy fats. Everyone's seen, most people are thinking healthy fats are going to make me fat. No. Eating in the right quantity, healthy fats are going to help you to keep fuller. This is where you're not going right. This is where you're going wrong, really. You need to stop with the biscuits and you need to get on with having a few nuts or peanut butter or almond butter or avocado or chia seeds or coconut oil or olive oil. But in the quantity, because they are nine calories per gram, so you need a thumb size of that with every meal, three meals. That's it. Try eating it like that. You will never need to have a snack as such. Same applies with kids, really, by the way. People think, let's just give them a snack, give them fruit, but also think about how much carbohydrate they are consuming. It's very easy to give them a crisp as a snack. Would you want to give them crisp or a fruit as a snack? So that's a question to ask. If you're bringing crisp at home, why should anybody pick a fruit? Why should they? And it's easily available and you can reach for it and get it and give it to your kids. Then that's what the habit they're going to have. So whatever habits you're showing yourself as a role model are being picked up by your kids. I have to mention them always because I have two myself and I've had to work really hard to get to a stage where there's no crisp coming into the house and if they want something it is fruit this morning my son's having a cup of tea and strawberries that's what he wants for breakfast the options are very limited you know normally he has eggs with toast maybe he'll have that at lunchtime a bit later so his protein is missing so he's going to get hungry quicker that's fine which means the next option for him is two boiled eggs he knows that choose to have it for breakfast or have a bit later doesn't feel like having breakfast okay no problem what do you want to have i will just have a piece of fruit that's a good start that's fine but your protein is still missing which means you will need some food very quickly because the carb carbs will digest in the body fast so snacking is a myth you do not need snacks to rev up your metabolism these are old-fashioned diet myths that don't really work there's no scientific reason behind it or proof behind it it's just what you've heard so unless you know it and and question yourself why should i apply this into my food or my life there's no if there's no relevance to it drop that and, and move forward to what's really relevant which is lifestyle changes that you need to make and the quality of food and how much of each are you having in a day Awesome, guys. Thank you. I hope that helped you. hope you um, kind of resonated with that. And I will see you tomorrow with a brand new topic. Bye for now.
thank you so much for listening to this episode of Anti-Diet Show. If you have some time, please leave me a review so I can help more busy professional women like you to create healthy habits in order to change lives.